our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we're bringing you Sticky Money Monday, a weekly advice column where you give us a sticky money situation you're in, whether your ex owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oat milk. We're ready to give you our unsolicited, unfiltered advice. Today you're joined by a retired nice girl Sim, and with me is expert main friend Sonia, the friend who tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Let's get started. This sticky money story is a little bit different to the ones that we've had in the past because it is related to a sticky business money story. And one thing about me is I love business and I love talking about, you know, the nuances and issues that come up because there's always issues when it comes to business. There's always issues when it comes to your money versus other people's money. We haven't really run into that in our business, but I just, I don't look for trouble in myself. I look for drama elsewhere. But going forward, let's just get into today's episode and the this question, it might take a second to wrap your head around, so let me just do it s- slowly. Dear Sim and Sonia, I don't know how to approach this situation with being honest but also respecting my time. I met a photographer at another job who asked me to cover her client's job while she's away. She's asked for my hourly rate. I gave her my rate, which I charge my clients. She has then asked me what I would charge her. So basically, she wants me to cover for her, but wants to keep invoicing the client herself, and then she'll pay me as a subcontractor. So basically, I just shoot the content, and then she'll edit my photos and hand it to her client and charge her their full rate, but then pay me as a subcontractor. I would much prefer to invoice that client directly and charge my full rate, shoot and edit. That way I get my money and time's worth. I understand that she doesn't know me or trust me enough to hand her client's contact details to me, which is fair enough, but I really don't want to do this job if it's not worth it for me. I'm not sure how to approach her response, especially as anyone I know just asks me to get linked to the client and then I get paid my full rate if the client accepts my rate. I'm not her employee, I work for myself, which is why I would prefer the full rate. She wants to pay me just for shooting. I'd say editing is the easier part of the job. I don't know what to do. Please help. 
long story short, this might sound a bit confusing and that's okay. Let me just break it down one more time. So there is a person who is being asked by another photographer. So there are two photographers. Photographer one has a job and has a client and basically can't be there to shoot. So she's saying to photographer two, who's asking the question to us, hey, can you shoot the videos for me or the photos and then I'll take them, I'll edit them and I'll give them back to my client. I'm going to charge my client as if it was my business, but I'll give you a cut of it because I won't be there. But she's not asking, I want to pay you your full rates because it's not your job. I'm just looking for someone to do like 80% of the work because I just won't be there. And so photographer number two is saying, I don't really want to do that. I'd rather work directly with the client as if it was my job. I mean, I'm not someone's employee, so how do I deal with the situation? I think you just have to look at it from the point of view of both people. So I completely agree with our listener who's come in and saying, I don't want to work for someone else. I don't want to like do part work and then give it off and only be paid partially. I get that. I think that's fair enough. You're clearly in the business of running your own business and this might make you feel like you're working for someone again and that's not on you, you believe in your rates and and that's totally fine. From the other point of view of the first photographer, at the end of the day, they're just offering a situation to you and you don't have to take it. They're saying, hey, look, I can't be there for something. I'm going to be away and I need someone to just shoot the stuff for me. And obviously I'm not going to pay you the full price that you would usually charge because I'm not asking you to do all the work that you'd usually do. And I think that's pretty fair. Like you don't have to take it on. I agree in paying people for their time. And if I was like, hey, I usually charge like $70 an hour to shoot, film and edit you just want me to shoot I'll charge you $50 an hour I think that's fair from both ends like you're not doing all of the work and you wouldn't have this opportunity if it wasn't for that first photographer to say I kind of trust you to do the shooting for me I think that's a good point I think I definitely understand where our listener is coming from because you already feel like you're doing them a favor by shooting when they can't shoot and then they're also going ahead and not paying you the full rates that you think that you deserve. And on the flip side, the person who's offering this opportunity to you is just going to pay you for work that they think that you'll be doing. So not, you know, what is more time consuming, which is the editing, which is the retouches, which is putting everything together to give to said client. So I think exactly as Sim said, you have the option of saying no, if you're not comfortable with the agreed rates. I don't think this is something that you should compromise because you do feel so strongly about it. that You've taken the time to write to us and you've said how uncomfortable you were because I think it's going to just lead to resentment and not a good working relationship for maybe future projects. If you do take it, I think just making it clear what you're comfortable with and seeing if she can meet you at the rates that you would be happy with because maybe there can be some sort of trade-off like she presents opportunities to you because you get to go to the venue and the event and meet people and tell people about you and maybe vice versa in the future if you need a favor or if you can't be there but you can do the editing and you know the back-end stuff after the shooting and the event has been taking place maybe she can return the favor in the future as well so I think just understanding how it can be mutually beneficial to both of you. I think there's a little bit of ego at play here and I think when it comes to work and it comes to jobs sometimes 
for business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Sometimes we do let our pride get the best of us and we'll go, you know, like where do you draw the line between pay me for my time, this is important and my time is valuable and is this a good work opportunity that I should take and I can put my ego to the side because at the end of the day, no one owes me anything. Like this isn't your employer. This is not someone that has ever owed you anything and they're coming up to you and saying, hey, I have a little bit of work for you. Would you like to take it or not? And that person could have gone to anyone and they've come to you and they think that you're worth doing and obviously they're not going to pass on their client because then they lose the job and they lose the client. Like, why would they just pass that on to you completely? They clearly want to still maintain a relationship with a client. They just can't shoot it. So they're going to find someone that can and just give them a cut of the overall, you know, fee because they've found the client first or the clients come to them first. So I think in this situation, I would just check my pride and go, I'm unhappy with the fact that I'm not being treated like this is my own job and like talking to the clients directly and like shooting and editing and packaging it under my own brand. But at the end of the day, this was never going to happen for me with that client because it was never my client. I would take the job at a rate that was comfortable with me if I felt like shooting takes up 90% of the time and editing is 10% of the time, then I would just charge her 90% of my usual rates. And if she takes it, awesome, I'm doing the same amount of work for the rate, you know, 90% of my work, therefore 90% of my rate. And if she goes, no, that's too expensive, like you're just filming, you know, maybe it's $30 an hour, I just at least walk away and it comes across like I'm still willing to work so she'll always keep that in mind but she just thinks I'm too expensive and, and that's where I'd go. If you can't do that then don't take the job. Like if you start to feel like Sonia mentioned that you're going to be resentful of the idea that it's not your client, you're not getting paid, it's not your name that's going to be on you know the photographs or when people ask who took them it's not going to be you then don't take it. Like at the end of the day you don't have to. This opportunity wouldn't have existed like two weeks ago and now it's here and you'll still be fine without it if you decline it. Let's say she's listening and she's like, okay, fine, I'll have a conversation with her. How would you draft up that email? Like what would you write in that email for her to send off? I think just exactly what you said, like how you said it in written form, like, hey, first of all, thank you so much for thinking of me and for giving me this opportunity. It means a lot that you've thought of me to 
replace you at this event and trust me with a client of yours starting the email off by thanking her because it is an opportunity and then I would say shooting takes about 90% of my time this is what I usually charge clients but I'm happy to charge you 90% of what I charge if you're happy to go with the editing and you know the aftermath of doing a job and just seeing what she says from there if these are the rates that I would be comfortable with you paying and charging if you're comfortable with that then let's Let's go. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it because at the end of the day, I don't want to be known. Like industries are small, and the photography industry, depending on where you live in the world, but like in New Zealand at least, like all industries are small. Like if you podcast, if you photograph, if you do any kind of like freelance work. There's only so many of us and you want to hold on to those relationships. It's so easy in small countries to get a bad reputation for yourself. So I'm just thinking out for future you and your future business. Sometimes it is easier and better. And I'm speaking from experience to just almost bite your tongue and go, I don't like that. I do deserve more. I am worth more. Pick your battles almost. And I don't think this is a battle that is probably worth your time in terms of taking it too far. And we'll wrap it up there. Now, if you have a sticky money situation that you need help with, we actually want to hear more business ones. I think this was this has been really interesting. Send them through DM us or just message us at hello at girlsatinvest.com with the title sticky money story. No email, no sticky money situation is not sticky enough for us. We will help you and you may just be featured in next week's episode. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer. Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.